Hey, how's it going? It's Jack Osborne, and you're listening to Lunar Magic Tea Time. Hello, and welcome to Lunar Magic Tea Time, where we discuss all things magical, mystical, metaphysical, and sometimes even a little mundane. I'm Kristen. And I'm Nancy. And this week, we're kind of just winging it. But <laughs> but there's a framework, kind of. We're going to talk about magic and media, or recent media that we've consumed that has magic systems in it. And I'm going to get into that a little more. But first, if you are a first-time listener, welcome. Be sure to like, follow, and subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Just be sure to look up the Lunar Magic Tea Time podcast. You can find us on Instagram and TikTok. Don't find us on TikTok, please. Uh, You can follow us over on Facebook and join the Facebook group. I've been very faithful about updating our daily card. Uh, So find us on Facebook. Join the conversation over there, Lunar Magic Tea Time Facebook group. You can email us at lunar at lunarmagicteatime.com. That's the website, lunarmagicteatime.com. Yeah, that's it. Yep, Yep, that's it. (laughs) So I was thinking the other day because I've been reading again a lot especially the last six months and I tend to read almost exclusively history nonfiction or (laughs) fantasy novels and there's not a lot of in between (laughs) I'm very particular about what I read but that got me thinking not the nonfiction stuff so much although did read a really interesting book but that was about murder so (laughs) so there is something besides (laughs) Well, I mean, it was historical. Anyway. Historical murder. Okay. Anyway, it got me thinking about how magic is represented in the media we consume. But I also took it a step further because I was thinking how in some of our favorite media is magic talked about, right? Mm -hmm. So what I was thinking was, and and we'll probably dissect this one a lot, but... uh, Okay, so I just recently started reading the Shadow and Bone series and finished reading everything that woman has ever written. Uh, wow. And I don't even read that fast. Uh, Leah Bardugo is the writer, author of Shadow and Bone and the Grishaverse is what she calls it. And there's seven books in the Grishaverse, 10 if you count the little side things. But there's magic in the Grishaverse. The magic wielders are called Grisha. But she doesn't actually talk that much. She does. She does talk about how they use their magic and how they work with their magic. But it's always referred to as the thing from the creation of the world. It just Mm -hmm. exists in the world. So she's able to just be like, it just exists in the world. And the Grisha are rare and uncommon. And therefore they are. And so I was thinking when your favorite series or or and it can be anything tv movies i don't i don't care do they do they have magic in their world right mm-hmm. if they do have magic in their world is it just does it just exist is it talked like so that's kind of when i want to have a conversation like what are your favorite magic things like right mm-hmm. what series books movies whatever and how do they talk about magic you know i thought about that because well, i went down this rabbit hole <laughs> I do I, I do read a lot on Kindle and I'll go down rabbit holes and then then I got to think about it. I think the first author that I read that really put magic in her books was Nora Roberts mm-hmm. and she always did for the magic part obviously she wrote other books but for their magic it was always a three book series mm-hmm. 
And it was always magic, the good against the evil. Mm-hmm. There was always three people that were brought together at a certain time because now is the time to defeat the evil. The thing I loved about her books is she had mermaids. She even had vampires. She had werewolves and wizards and all of that. But the way I love that she represented some of the other um, spirits or nature, like mermaids. Mm-hmm. When she came, the mermaid came, was called in to help with this one book. She was one of the three women, and there was three men. Um, they were in town, and there was a gay couple. And the the other woman, I think she was the witch, asked her, um, do you have that in your world? And the thing that she couldn't comprehend, she goes, well, what do you mean love is love? We don't put labels on it. So representing, what would you even call that? A different dimension or different... Okay, we know. Okay, we know. I mean, as far as everybody, <laughs> the other, um, what would you call it? Why am I blanking? Different dimensions, whatever these creatures or nature spirits, whatever you want to call them. It seemed like in her writing, like it's the humans that you know we kind of screwed it up. Like everybody else, it's like there's no labels. Like why do you why do you care? Yeah. And that might be a little off as what as far as magic, but it's interesting the way she represents some of the different. I like, yeah. No, I like it. And it's, it's a lot of the theme even. So I understood the assignment, and um, I've had Dresden books for a while, and because they are physical books, and I tend to read a lot at night, um, and I read off my Kindle because I don't have to have a light on, um, I in two days I went through his third book because that's the one I found quickly, and, you know, it was a snap decision, and I just grabbed the first book I could find. Okay, that's a lot of chaos magic in my world. Like, there's some, there's some stuff that goes down. Dresden? Chaos magic? Never. I'm like, no, you, you, you you do magic by the seat of your pants, dude. You are on book three. You are in for a ride. And I, so here's what I I love. I see which other ones I have. Because I, I have all of them. I can find them. Because I have all of them. Yeah. Okay. Like four, they got me one Christmas. Whoa! Uh, Because I have talked about it before, I freaking love the Dresden novels. Am I a super fan of how sometimes women are written in them? No, no, I'm not. But you know what? I love the fact that he is self-aware enough to be like, oh yeah, maybe, maybe we should be reflecting on that. And he will write that in, especially in the later books. Yeah, he writes that in, and I love that growth. We're here for it. Yeah. But what I love about the Dresden books. Is that, and if you don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about the Jim Butcher, Harry Dresden series. They are 16 books of just, I'll be honest, batshit insanity. Yeah. Where our lead, Dresden, is a wizard. Wizard. He's a wizard. He calls himself a wizard. And we're not going to try to break down. Like, I don't give a shit. Yeah. Uh, But he calls himself a wizard. He is a private detective in current day Chicago. He... (laughs) And I'm going to try not to spoiler too much if because they're fantastic reads. They are so good. But because he's a wizard in the modern world, how does Butcher, the author, deal with it? Yeah. And it's, he simply, it's so simple. He makes it so simple. It's your will. You're manipulating either matter or spirit or energy. And like Kadrick says, everything is energy. Yeah. And you're manipulating it, and it's your will. And all the extra stuff, 
all of the if you if you are an herbalist or a kitchen witch or any of that or a candle magic user or yeah, any of that's exactly what stuff, I was thinking. Any yeah. of that extra stuff that's just helping you focus that intent and. If you follow the books through, yeah. you know, when he starts off, he's making a lot of potions and he's doing a lot of stuff and he's trying to be extra, extra prepared. And then by the end, like where I'm at, yeah. which I haven't read the last book, but I need to, uh, it, there's a whole lot of, yeah, I could do a potion, but yeah, fuck it, fire. Uh, you know, yeah. like. Well, even in, I think um, that's one of the things in the book that I remember, um he was doing a spell and cast the circle and the candle goes, eh, I don't really need these, but yeah, I'll go with it. And if you watch his progression through the books, he's he and his magic are growing at the same time. Yeah. Right. And I loved that because it was so very realistic to how I do magic yeah. and how I view a magical system as opposed to, and I'm going to get shit for this and I'm okay with that because I, re- I recognize there's someone who lives in this house who's going to hear the next thing come out of my mouth and have words with me. And that's okay. <laughs> As opposed to the magic of Star Wars, there is magic in Star Wars. You can fight me. I'm not going to fight you on that. That's all magic. Right? It just exists. The force? They don't even talk. The closest we get to an actual conversation to how it works, right, is that weird scene in one of the first ones, not the first ones, one of the middle, one of the icky ones, with little Anakin and Gwygon Jin, where Gwygon is just like, it's the midi-chlorians. <laughs> That's not an answer. And so, like, George Lucas just kind of goes, it's there, it exists, we're going to use it as our MacGuffin. Yeah. Right? As opposed to Butcher, who has been like, no, I've thought about it. Yeah. And this is how we're going to... This is how we're going to... yeah, sure. There's also MacGuffins in that. But, like, yeah. Turf McGee, she wrote her magic world, there's magic. It takes up the entirety of the series. It's the whole focus. She doesn't care. I'm talking about Harry Potter, but I'm not going to name her by name because she's awful and I hate her. Yeah. But in, in, in Harry Potter, it exists, but there's no conversation at all. And I can understand why kids wouldn't be doing that. But as they get yeah. older, they don't think to themselves, why is Hermione a witch and her parents not? Yeah. Like you didn't, it didn't occur to you? It just spontaneous, yeah. like what? It doesn't no. have to be genetic now. So. Yeah, he doesn't, he definitely chaos and definitely like, oh Lord, I know you're going to survive this because this is only book three, but and dude, I know that do you value your, <laughs> and poor Michael. <laughs> oh God, I love Michael though. Oh my God, I love Michael. And his wife. Charity. Charity. She's not all about it. I picture, I don't know why, I picture her as a little Irish. No, I picture her. Or maybe Italian. I don't know. Oh, oh wait till you meet Butter. So I'm going to say, oh, and it, like, and that's just it, is you, oh, I love Michael. I, anyway. Yeah. I Yes. Wait, Shit happens. Three... Shit happens. So, you know, kudos to me. I did 379 pages <laughs> in two days. Which is and, I found my book light. Nice. Because <laughs> I woke up, one of the dogs woke me up at like 3 or 4, 3 or 4 in the morning. And I, went, I had like probably 80 pages left. It's like quit yesterday. I'm like, I can easily do that tomorrow. And I thought, oh, I could get on my phone or I could uh, get my book. I'm like, I have a book light. Nice. <laughs> my Nilla wasn't too happy with the book light. I don't know. I can't she like she buried her head. But you know, it's my bed. If you don't like it, get out. Knows my golden doodle mix, and yeah, she thinks the world revolves around her as, long, as well as the Havanese. But yeah, so I, I guess I was trying to analyze how he, and coming in on the third book, mm. might not have been a smart decision, but 
It was <laughs> research that had to be done quickly. Yeah, so I don't know, was he always a wizard? Did he start out as a detective and then realize he had abilities? No, so in, in the Dresden universe, he knew. He knew the whole time. Like, he didn't, like, you don't just wake up with your power, but you train it, you hone it. Oh, that's right. And his godmother and everything, he did have the training. They did give a little glimpse into his past. Do you remember who his godmother is? Leon, Leon, Leon. It's not sharper than L, isn't it? Leon? Leon. The Leon she? She... A literal fairy. Yeah. Oh, that she was a fairy. Yes, I yeah. do remember that. I yeah. thought you meant her name. Yeah, Leonchi. Yeah. Uh, so he always knew, and they never really talk about like when like kids coming into their power or or things like that. It's just kind of always you watch kids whose parents have shown signs, and they'll eventually show signs, and yeah, or they won't. And yeah. and his father was just a magician, and his mom sleight of hand magician. Wasn't. And yeah. his mom has a complicated past, and I'm not going to give you spoilers. Okay. But that's where the ability came yes. from her side. And, yeah, so the ability came from her, from his mother, and he just always had it. And then some stuff happened that, again, spoilers, but he learns to control it better, but he's still always got this element of chaos. Whereas later on in the books, there's other practitioners who are much more methodical yeah. in their approach. Not by the seat of their pants. He's just... Blow shit up. So I read that. I did go down the, the Kindle rabbit hole of women that didn't know they had abilities until their 40s or... Oh, nice. That started out by changing their life because either their husband was messing around with them and they got a divorce or a death or something, so they were put in a new situation. And really, so I got into that path and went down that, but I mean, I didn't get a divorce or anything, but my coming into this was really late in life. Mm -hmm. Which brings us to another case of media and magic that I'm super familiar with, but I don't know if you are charmed. Oh, I watched Charmed. Right. Their grandmother was very, very powerful. And then their mother was also very powerful, but to protect the kids. And I don't remember, like... Was it to lock it down so the the bad people couldn't get them? There was some kind of... I mean, they get into it much more in, like, the later seasons. Yeah. I don't... Because I watched that, like, forever ago. Yeah, me too. I watched a little bit on the new one, but okay, here's a, here's a weird thing in my jumping universes. I watched one or two Mm -hmm. and then stopped. And then, you know, when I go surfing, look for something, I watched again and it was totally different than what my brain remembered from those first two. Like I could picture scenes and went. Interesting. Okay. I, I need to go back to one. Yeah, like totally different. Okay, that's freaking weird because the same thing happened when I watched the when I watched Shadow and Bone on Netflix. Okay, so I watched Shadow and Bone. Uh-huh. Um, I read the books first because I—that's me. That's who I am as a human. Yeah. And then I watched the series. Do not, uh, hey listeners, they're not the same. They're both enjoyable, but they're different things. Moving on. I just like to give that warning because yeah. don't think that's uh, yeah. what the book's about. And I finished all of season one and i know i finished all of season one because it shows it on my netflix that i finished all of season one yeah so i go to watch season two and it jumps you right into where it jumps you in and i'm like huh and and this is me knowing the story like the book and then 
have, and I didn't watch it that long ago. It hasn't been out that long. Yeah. And I still like, so I went back and I watched the last episode of season one and I'm like, I don't recall any of this. But did you not recall like you didn't see it or you don't recall that you recall something that different happened? I don't recall it existing. Uh, like I, I mean, I do. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I, it's it didn't. And you're not I, like me. What? Like you might fall asleep in episode three no, and you wake I up and you're on nine. I don't, you don't have watch like I do. Media going when I'm trying when I'm yeah dozing yeah. off because I won't. I won't. Isn't that sleep. weird? Like like it was totally different. Like the roles that each of them played. I'm like, okay, this isn't bad, but why do I remember? I have a distinct memory of this other thing happening. But you know, if you look at some of the. Mandela effects. I have a lot of them. Well, and that, I mean, that's why I witnessed this. beer. Unreliable. And lately I keep calling starfish sea stars. They are. But they're called starfish, but I call them sea stars. Like they just are. recently. They are, though. I'm down with that. Don't, I mean, I'm not gonna. I just don't know where it's coming from. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. Not that I don't disagree that I like sea star, but. Why is that in my head? I don't know. Why is a lot of things in my head? Freaking songs. Listen, I've decided my PLH, which is, I'm calling my past life husband, is a stalker. Oh, yeah. Some of the songs that are going through my head, dude. And then Nana, every time you're around, you don't need to put silver bells in my head. <laughs> every time. Every single time. And then PLH. Every step you take, every what? No, you don't need to put that in my head all the time. You're kind of, you're kind of being a little creepy. That is a little. Sorry for that little sideline, but that's what's going through my life now. Music downloads. Yeah, could be worse. So, okay, so as far as you, you have that series. Yes, and I love, I adore that series. It's very good. Um, what? Uh, so Dresden, Grisha, I am. St- Starting this week, a book that looks like it is based on African magic. Mm. I joined a book of the month club. Oh, nice. Right? Where you get a a, random. Do you get to select from the nope. selection? Or it just... is selected for me. It is through, I think the name of the company is DBI Publishing. Mm. If you go on Facebook or TikTok and look up Michael Laborn, L-A-B-O-R-N, he is the gentleman who drives this thing and, wow, knocks it out of the park. He uh, is He runs a small independent publishing house Mm. whose entire focus is primarily um fantasy and science fiction by authors of color oh wow it is exclusively authors of color the genre varies a little um and this which i was like okay well i'm easily spending that on books I would rather put my money where my mouth is and ensure that I'm supporting a, an independent publisher yeah, and B of voices that typically are driven out of traditional publishing, especially now. So this month, our book is called in the house of transcendence and it looks, I do not remember the author. It isn't, 
it wasn't Michael Laborn. He's just running the show. Yeah. Uh, but the word I saw on the back of the book that made me just go, okay, you know, we're going to set this aside until we can really just like really honor it the way it wants to be honored mm-hmm. was voodoo. So I'm in. Okay. And necromancy. There's going to be necromancy and voodoo. I am so in. <laughs> you don't even know. So voodoo. that'll be interesting to see if they like explain it. Because that's one of the things that is always interesting when you read any fantasy. And I've been reading fantasy since I was born. Yeah. Is do they address it or does it just exist? Yeah. Right. And if they address it, how do they address it? Because like, and to nerd out for a minute. Okay. Because uh-huh. this was something I wanted to talk about too. Was I play a lot of uh, tabletop role-playing games. I play various different types. But let's start with the most basic one that everybody knows. Dungeons and Dragons. Which I went to yesterday. Huh? I went to the movie oh, yesterday. Okay? It's funny and it's good, yeah. Um, I mean, you could pray what wait to it. It's not that great. It wasn't no, it's good, but I don't know if I've seen it on the big screen knowing your issues because i had to, to see movies. wakanda forever on the big screen yes that was like that was not enough you'd be fine enough. seeing it on your tv okay. if you can well, wait i can wait so in the game D, especially fifth edition because let's just work with what is currently in front of us mm-hmm. there are several different ways to use magic right you can be a wizard and have your own set of wizard spells, which means your magic comes from this place. Yeah. You can be a cleric and have your own cleric spells, which means your magic comes from your god. Yeah. You can be a druid, which means your magic comes from the earth. If you are a sorcerer, royal, I can't remember which word they're using this iteration, but you make a deal with some creature, Cthulhu, or, you know, something akin to that, mm-hmm. and they give you your magic, that kind of thing, right? So magic in the D&D world comes from various different places. Yeah. So it's always interesting to me, if you're writing anything and you have magic, does it just exist and you just, it coexists and you don't need to think about it? Yeah. Which is how a lot of fantasy books are right it yeah. just exists yeah i have this wand or whatever and i can do it no yeah no how it came upon and we're, we're not going to worry about where it comes from it's just yeah. built into our world yeah or are you going to explore what it is how it functions why it, why it is what it is yeah which dresden kind of does and yeah. in, in that he's like anybody can do it yeah and at one point he says Kind of anybody can do it. Yeah. They just, you know, you have to. You have to accept it. And, yeah. Yeah, and I believe that uh, magical abilities do exist in all of us, but so many people are closed off that um, they wouldn't even consider it. Yeah. In the simplest things, whether manifestation or whatever. Just even being more in tune with who you are, so you can recognize your patterns and your, because that's a lot of what I see, especially new baby witches real new they're like oh i can do this and i right but why are you doing it are mm-hmm. you exploring why you're doing it like we all know dresden is dresden he's fighting for yeah because he found a way to make money being dresden and then later on he's dresden because there is no one else to be dresden yeah i can do it or people are gonna die <laughs> yeah and in charmed Right. In fact, for most of it, there's an always an element of fighting it. They don't real. They want. Yeah. I mean, they. Accept they want a normal it, life. Like, yeah. Well, because their magic is like 
you're basically you three against the mm-hmm. the evil and if you don't do it things could happen and not yeah, so much if you don't just, do it again who's gonna do it yeah same thing as yeah whereas in the but Grisha, i would like to have a normal life and <laughs> yeah in the grisha verse it's not everyone can do it yeah those that can do it should do it for the greater good but they're not they just do they're just there they're just yeah. a, you know whatever yeah and in star wars theoretically everybody could do it based on what Gon Jin says yeah like theoretically the forces in all of us anybody can do it yeah but realistically most people are han solo they're not which even is better than being kylo ren yeah fight me he's a whiny little bitch baby yeah <laughs> I mean, let the power do bad things to him. Yeah. Well, it's really much the... If you look at anybody that gets too much power in their hands, whether it's magical or corporation or whatever, you can do it for the good or you could do it for evil. You could be self-centered and take everything for yourself or you can share. Well, and... And, uh, like, this isn't... This has little to do with media in general, but but I remember having a conversation with somebody who was like well I just don't understand if I had a million dollars I would blah 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 and I'm like you would never have a million dollars then because I will never have a million dollars because I will always be using that million dollars for my community which means I will never have a million dollars because I don't have the ability to hoard a million dollars start with Elon Musk I mean because that and that's just it the people who are hoarding the wealth. Uh, less than 1% aren't, that own. Aren't going to be out there changing the world because it doesn't benefit them to change the world. No. Hi, no. welcome to Leftist Politics with Kiki and Nancy. That's right. Yes. Shocker to no one who listens to us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, wait a minute. People, the, people are still listening and they've got to know by yeah, they, now because we have not been subtle about it. No, we are definitely not subtle about the, where we stand. No, the time for that is done. Yeah. So anyway, uh, friends, family, countrymen, I don't know. What are you What are you listening to? What are you watching? What are your thoughts on representations of magic and media? Like, do you think, do you, do you consider how magic is written about when you're reading about it? Or you just kind of let it wash over? I tend to let it wash over me until, yeah, you know, but, you know. Newsflash. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, well, not new flesh to you. Oh. In May, I'm going to New York, Boston, and Salem. So if any of our listeners out there mm. have some must-stops for me in Salem, and maybe I'll document it. We'll see. I might post some videos on Facebook. Let me know. I do want to do the the witch walk where you go through the forest. Oh. And they talk about herbal and ghosts and witchy stuff and... Oh, oh. And I might, <laughs> I might do a witch picture. Do it. No, do it. I might do it. It might be my list of things I have to do. I'm so excited for this trip and I'm not even going. I know. I will have to bring you along. On, I will make short videos. <laughs> that walk looks interesting. I'm excited. And there will be Irish pubs in my future Absolutely. too. Absolutely. And pizza has to be gluten free though. I'm doing very good on my intermittent fasting. I've lost 22 pounds, so all food has to be consumed between 8 and 4. <laughs> well, I'm not keeping food down, so we can't talk to me about that. Oh, no. That's not good. That's fine. That's fine. Okay. MS is fun, I'm sure, for someone. Yeah. But it's not very good for me, so. Yeah. 
Okay. So that's it. Media and magic. Uh, let us know what you're reading. Actually, just let us know what you're reading. Yeah. Fiction, nonfiction, anything. Uh, anything. History. What are you reading? Because I know I am a gigantic bibliophile. I know Nancy is a big reader. Mm-hmm. I know almost everybody who, like the people I know who actually listen to this podcast are also all big readers. So let us know what you're reading. Um, and you can do that by joining the Facebook group and finding us on Facebook, Lunar Magic Tea Time. Like, subscribe, follow. Please give us some ratings. iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Podbean, Podcasts. Well, I don't even know anymore. <laughs> the Lunar Magic Tea Time. Uh, email us at lunar at lunarmagicteatime.com. And that's the website, lunarmagicteatime.com. Uh, thank you for listening. And I have one request to all my witches out there. Can we get some spring weather? <laughs> I am tired of 48 and rain. So if we can all, let's say, Saturday morning, 10 a.m. <laughs> Pacific time, we can all wish for some beautiful weather. I would appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you, and have a magical day. Bye.